Hello, hello. Welcome to Strike Adversity. I'm your host, Ruth Science. Well, today's topic is pretty clear. You know, I am a mom of four girls. So unfortunately, I don't have advice for moms that have boys. But, you know, to hit on the topic on teen girls, you know, mom awareness, I just want to go on and say my awareness of my teenagers. And, you know, I have a, I have a 15-year-old and I have one that's going to turn 18. So basically, I have each topic from 10 years old all the way to 18 years old. And I just want to give my intake on things that you could watch out as a parent, uh, especially if you're a single parent, because I am a single parent. And sometimes we disagree with the other parents and think we're right on the way of educating our kids. But um, I believe a girl, I don't believe, I know um, a little girl needs their dad if the dad is in the picture. Even if he's stubborn with you or he doesn't agree with certain things, I think he should be allowed in the girl's life because they just need that force. But moving forward, I want to talk about dating ages. You know, most of the times we think that it's going to be okay to let a little girl date at a certain age because we don't want them to hide anything from us or go behind our back and think it's it's more better to be a friend to them when we're supposed to be a parent. What do I mean by that? Dating is off the charts. It shouldn't be allowed until they're about 17, turning 18. Um, you know, maybe they're going to homecoming. Maybe they're going to to start going into, into high school where they're going to interact more with this teenager. But prior to that, I don't think it's a healthy way to see it because then they start having in between. Think about all the, the, pros and the, the pros and the cons. Pros is they won't lie to you. They have somebody they could uh, go to. We know the parents. It's a great relationship. Great. Cons are if this if your little girl is focused in school, she's going to get unfocused because if she wants to do things with her boyfriend, two, she's going to want to go out all the time, three, sleepovers, four, just hang out five stop stop being around you and your commitments as a parent you know to have time together family time together everything around the family home is going to start getting annoying because part b you know she wants to be out with a boyfriend so that's one thing you could stop between age 12 and 16 and as a parent you do have the power because you are in discipline of your children and uh second clothing I I am pretty open. I'm a pretty open parent. So this is coming from a parent that has allowed her daughter to date. Um, whatever I'm telling you not to do is because I've done it. And I believe if I spread the word out there, then other parents may be able to save the little girl and stop from having any issues in the future just because we want to be the friend and not the parent. So I've been doing both. I've been the friend and the parent, but being the parent should always be a 90% and being the friend should be the 10%, even though I totally did the opposite is why I'm doing this podcast. Um, clothing, back to that topic. Uh, definitely, they should be covering up. Uh, no tattoos, no piercings into the right age. Um, definitely, they don't want to put something that they're going to regret later on. And they just want to do it because it's cool at the moment. And, uh, you know, T-shirts, jeans, shorts are fine. You know, again, we can define a girl's beauty to be justified just because there's people out there that, you know, are perverts and are 
just looking at little girls and and imagining things that they shouldn't and that's not the the girl's fault but we do have control in how how much they show and i've always not been against them worrying and being out there only because i am a selena fan and you know i believe in the whole bra thing and you know it's like it's your body but moving forward from where i've been this last 18 years um yeah no it, it shouldn't be allowed it shouldn't it should be covered and um we should let them explore what they want to explore in their 20s, but hopefully by then you have already given them some education, um, some manners, and definitely a road to, to success. And it's up to them to take to keep going on the road. We can't hold their hands forever. So that's my point on clothing. Makeup, I think, should be light. I don't think uh, teenagers should be having to go all out just because it is art. doesn't mean that you have to allow it to be worn every day. Um, done very well looking older I definitely think you should go with the lighter things like lip gloss uh, you know eyeliner uh, no foundation you know it's gonna clog their pores and they don't know nothing about you know going deep into the skin and, and skin treatments and all that and um, yeah if we could save some aging for their face I think they'll be uh, probably there later on in life and um, definitely makeup yeah uh, light I'm not saying don't allow them. I mean, they're the girls. They're going to see other girls, but it doesn't mean that they have to follow the crowd. You know, they shouldn't be a sheep, you know, to the crowd. They should be, you know, listening to what the parent has to, to say advice because we, we are the ones that have walked the road and we are the ones that know best for our children. And um, lastly, uh, when it comes to certain things, I, I would like to focus and, and shift my, my talk and to making sure that we have the focus on any sports. You know, I've always wanted to put my kids in sports. I've put them for a little bit on certain things they liked, and we didn't proceed, keep going, you know, the persistency of keeping them busy with it. So I would advise somebody to keep them busy because, one, A, they're going to be in school about eight hours, just kind of like how we work. B, they're going to say they're tired. But during those four hours that they have nothing to do, nowadays um, – Everything's about the phone. You know, I was born in the 80s. I'm not sure if some of you guys could relate, but we were outside playing, you know, marbles. We were outside playing tag, tic-tac-toe, uh, hide-and-seek. We were out in the streets. There was no such thing as phones uh, during my growing up. So we interacted with each other, played Barbies, did some different kind of t- things of activities. Um, now we do have parents that do have, like, you know, like they have game night and they have, you know, things that they do with family that interacts the teenagers. But if you think about it, Apple is taking over (laughs) and they're definitely on their iPhone. And as much as I didn't see it, I'm starting to see it now. They have just like, you know how they say that you're programmed to watch TV and you sit down and no movement happens in your brain because you're just stuck watching a script over and over, which is like just repeatedly in your brain. It's the same thing with Apple. You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. You know, I have nothing against TikTok. I'm a TikTok mom. I just started. Um, I started last year. I didn't keep up with it. I started again this year, and uh, I'm just gonna be committed to sharing a message out there. But you know, I I am a few huge Instagrammer, so definitely I know what it is and the time and effort it takes to put posts. Uh, compose reels, make sure that you're keeping up with the flow. So all that takes time. And imagine a teenager, you have nothing but time. So uh, definitely limiting, not taking it away, but limiting 
and you know shifting their 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 mindset on grades yeah you know as an entrepreneur you know i'm still a startup entrepreneur i believe we should teach our kids you know to go beyond what's their skills not just school uh lessons but while they're in school they should keep those lessons and at, at a grade a or b there should be no failing allowed because there's no reason for them to fail because they go to school every day they show up every day they do the work and they come back there is no saying oh you know i'm just thinking with my friends i'm just want to be cool uh that teacher this the teacher, there's no problem with the teacher the problem is our kids they just want an excuse to say that it's a teacher heck maybe there's two percent of the teachers that are bad but not all of them are always going to be bad and not every semester or every season your kid's going to bring bad grades just because of the teacher that's definitely not an excuse um definitely you know you go to school your job's to go to school get those grades up it's gonna it's, it's some of those things that they're gonna need in life not everything but definitely math and english and then you know focusing on the next step with them sitting down with them and Telling them this is what's going to happen next. Um, definitely, I always ask my girls, what do you want to do and how are we going to do it? And most times, as most kids, they change their minds, and that's fine. But we could still let them know, hey, what's happening? And where do you want to do? And give them the best advice we can. Obviously, some of them, you know, they want to be a singer, and we kind of got to bring it down to like, okay, well, can you really sing? And how can we encourage that? Or you can encourage them, have them fail themselves, and then they're going to want to change their own career. But it's definitely up to you. Definitely talk college, talk entrepreneurship, see which one they want to go. Uh, definitely my family, I have one that wants to go to college. Another one is more entrepreneurship. So definitely I know both sides. And I just um, encourage both of them. And uh, we have to see which way they want to go, right? And uh, we have to talk to them about short careers. And long-term careers because they need to know the difference and they need to know that's hard work um you know nothing worth whatever title you're gonna have it comes from easy work they have to put in the work so either way it's gonna be hard and we need to explain that to them not keep them in the bubble you know responsibilities at home and chores i am a bit advocate i could be called strict i could be called i want to argue with them i could be called i am wrong i could be called you don't, you don't understand me. This is hard. It's too much. You ask for too much. We are not asking for too much. First of all, we go to work, whether it's in the computer and you're being an entrepreneur and being a business uh, woman or businessman, or we're working our asses off for somebody else. And then we come home to them and the least they could do is throw out the trash. So I think uh, when it comes to chores and responsibilities, it should be done. It should be done. Uh, I had a great uh, mentor that she wrote a book and I was listening to her book and in her book she mentions how we sh should give the big chores um, a price. So basically if they clean the kitchen, they know that it's $7 and if they go inside the fridge, it's an extra $4. And if they go into details with everything around, you know, the marble top, then that's an extra $5 and together they make like, you know, a certain amount of money that's uh, a good way to, to do it. And, and I agree with her, but I also think things like their laundry and their bed, it's something that is the responsibility of getting ready for school before time and waking up is their responsibility. Everything else, we decide to tell them how it fits because we're busy and we all 
want to make sure we all do things together that's going to work for the house and, and the piece of the house. It's not just a one woman thing, uh, parents thing. And we just sit down in our room and just do whatever we want. It, it doesn't work that way. And then you have, you know, understanding that their home it's a home. There's kids out there that really don't have a home. Kids are in foster care. Kids that are living with different families because of the parents. There's, <coughs> excuse me, a lot out there that's happening that privileged kids, like either whether they're in the poor class, middle class, or high class, don't understand. They don't understand that there's kids in the streets looking for food every day because it wasn't their choice. It was the parents' choice. And some of them was their choice, but that's because they, they didn't know better. They didn't have two hands holding them. And maybe if they did, that's the 1%. At the end of the day, you know, they have a pillow and a nice place to rest. They have a hot, hot supper, hot water, unconditioning love from the parents. Even if we're busy, we still love them. And they have family members. Uh, they're blessed. They should count their blessings. And you should remind them of that every single day. Not brag about how you provide a home, but remind them of, being in the present moment and how that's a gift. So that's definitely um, a thing that I, I do every time. And if they don't see that now, remember kids are not gonna see anything right now. They're gonna see it later in life when they're our, our age and that's fine. But if we could incorporate it sooner, then it's it's great. You know, allowance, sleepovers and, and helping with younger siblings is a big plus for me. I think helping with the younger siblings, it's not that it's a responsibility. But I think they get to understand what it is to be a young parent and do, if they want to be a young parent. Two, they get to see, you know, like what you struggle with every day because, you know, it's hard. It's hard to maintain, you know, a family of, you know, like for me, it's a family of four. It's hard to take care of the two little ones all by myself. But obviously it is my job. I'm a parent. But I do have teenagers that, hey, you can step in anytime and take half an hour, spend it with your sister, read, color, play Play-Doh watch videos together, play makeup, and interact with them and have that bonding time that the little, you know, the younger siblings are going to remember for life. My sister always played with me. There's a difference between my sister doesn't want to play with me because she's too caught up in her world versus my sister always plays with me. She, you know, once a week we do our makeup. Once a week we do a mask. Whatever it is, you know, once a week. Kids remember that. So super huge on that. And, um, Sleepovers, I think it should be allowed if the kid has good grades and parents agree and it's the same sex. I don't think it should be the opposite sex. Um, you're just exposing them and allowing them to be around that. Again, I, I talk from experience. And then allowance, it should be something that should come out of your check because, you know, just like we give to church and just how we give uh, and the other 1% to our, our bills and, and things that are important to us, our kids are important. So for them to have something, it's uh, it should be a, an importance, even if it's $5 a week. Let it be $5, $2, $20 max, but it always has to be in between that. And, you know, remind them of your history. Some of us have good upbringings, remind them of that. Some of us have bad upbringings, remind them of that. It helps to for them to understand where you're coming from as a parent, because sometimes we're going to be pretty strict and sometimes they're not going to understand what strict is. They're going to think we're against them. And it's not that it's just, we know because we've been there and uh, we had to put God in the center for everything. I don't know what God you believe in, but whatever God you believe in, it has to be in the center. 
It has to. Whatever energy force, it has to be centering up front before your family, and they need to understand that part. And if they don't, then you have to make it happen to the point where they have to understand because it, it is your home, and you decide how you raise your kids and what goes around it. And sometimes we often think that, you know what, they're teenagers, who cares? But no, we're allowing them to just decide for themselves later on what to become. We, we should give them some value on, on the knowledge that we learn. And it's obviously going to be in one year or the other. But at least you know in your life you give them <clears throat> the knowledge to proceed with some kind of teachings and learnings from us, whether it's uh, Buddha, whether it's Jesus, whether it's uh, different kind of crafts that come with the family tree. And, um, you know, letting them know that family time is always a priority. Like for me, it's every Sunday. And every Sunday I separate from everything and just be with my kids and be present. And it could be small things as taking them to ice cream after church or going to have lunch or doing lunch dates throughout the week. Um, something I learned from my own mentor is, you know, putting things in your calendars, definitely have a calendar. Some of your teenagers will fight you, you know, like, I don't want to go, I'm too tired or not this weekend. Just write it down in your calendar, write down in your, in your notes that you tried. There's nothing you can do, but keep track of what you actually have tried. <clears throat> I definitely had, I think, three weeks in between a month where my teenagers didn't want to go nowhere. They were tired from school. And I still went with my little ones. And um, later on, when there's a fight or something, an argument, they'll bring it up to where we didn't even go on dates and stuff. And I'll be like, well, remember those times I asked you? And then they just stop and think, like, oh, yeah, she did ask me. And she did have it planned. And I just didn't want to go. So definitely uh, make those plans. Uh, if you're a teenager on this call, I'm just going to close the message with your parents do everything they can, everything they can. You may not see it. You may be sleeping and you don't see it. You may be out with your friends and you don't see it. You may be just home thinking we're just cleaning and we're just working and not know the bills that pile up on the side, the bills that we do pay, future fundings that we do for you, plans that we do to make sure we, we're in line with your birthdays and special days and making sure that you hit certain goals in school. And the things, the small things we do, you may not see it and you don't have to. But just learn to appreciate that you even have a parent because there's people out there that wish they had one and they, they don't. I I grew up without a father. I never met the guy. So definitely, I don't know what it is to have a father. And it's nothing for you to be pity, like, you know, feel sad about, about it for me. But um, if you have a father, enjoy him to the max. Even if he's strict, that's his role. You know, start maybe focusing on reading the Bible and learning what the parent's role is and what your role as a kid is, that would help. And if you don't want to read the Bible, then go into some teachings and meditations to talk about appreciation and gratitude and having a joyful heart. And that should be able to help you. Now, again, I'm going to focus this message on the mothers because I am a single mom and um, that's who I put mom awareness. Um, if you're trying hard, Keep trying. Don't give up. Know that you're doing everything you can. And in that moment where you really feel like you're failing, just turn your problems to God. Just turn them to him. There's nothing you can do besides everything you have done. Everything that we went through in this checklist that I just talked about, you've done A, A to Z. 
you can't beat yourself up for if your teenager turns out bad. Um, if she turn, turns out great, then, you know, be proud, be proud, be happy, show up for her, the grandkids. But if they turn out the opposite, be a mother, but do not tolerate disrespect. Disrespect should be the number one priority in your book that should never cross anything. The minute they do that, you have to let your heart go. Your heart has to go. You give it to God and good luck. It's not called being cold. It's just called I erased you this whole, this many years of my life. And I am not going to put my health at risk or anything that's going to destroy me and allow it just because I love you. So I love you, daughter, but no. Definitely, um, you could hear some of my other podcasts where I talk about self first and and your health. And honestly, uh, as a 34-year-old mom that I got diagnosed pre-diabetic and um, I had a Bell's palsy, grew up without a dad, definitely grew up in the system. Um, I tried to be a crazy teenager, uh, rebelled against my mom for no reason. My mom actually had my own room and, and my place going and she cooked for me. And the, the only thing my mom did was scream. She, you know, she's always had a loud voice and she screamed typical Latina, but um, she raised me well. I just wanted to be the one on the streets, being the the captain of the ship, the ship, and definitely always had like the friends, the followers, like the little Miss Popular, and you know, throw big parties and uh, you know, tried all kinds of drugs and drank alcohol, thinking it was cool. Had all types of boyfriends and um, became a teen mom. Got in a crazy relationship. Uh, it was great, but it was with the older man, and obviously, you know, hands were laid where. I had to leave the the relationship and raise my kids on my own. Then I fell for love again. And it was, this time I was with a younger guy and didn't know any better, lost myself, gained a lot of weight. And um, obviously fell into the trap of what everybody falls into. Like, I love him. Like, I have to forgive him. It's okay. He won't do it again. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. That actually did happen again and again. And now I've been uh, single for years. And... Um, finding myself in the hobbies I used to like and putting incorporating new hobbies and that's has allowed me to become a better person and understand life a little bit longer and, and the things you know like the law of allowance things we allow um law of attraction where we attract you know reading the word every day uh learning more about you know the ancient times and now I guess through experience I just become a better person. So I'm not here to judge anybody or tell anybody how to do it. This is my channel. I'm just giving my own advice on what I know. And I just wanted to share with some moms out there because you may be going through the same thing where your kid is going to try to uh, become a rebel and um, they don't know your past or where you've been and the experiences you had well enough to know when something's not right. And give them advice and go from there. But I don't want to keep this any longer. I wanted to keep it pretty short today. Just wanted to share awareness on teenagers based on my teenagers and my, you know, my youth and my parenting and you know the ages. Don't 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 be their friend, be their parent. It, it will hurt you while you're doing it, but it will benefit them in the long run. And I have to admit that I'm proud 
of my kids. Um, they have tried to rebel against me, but it, it doesn't work. And if they keep trying, I mean, like I said, I'm going to give it to God. Uh, there's no longer Ruth going to try to be a parent and, and educate them and show them the way because Ruth has been doing that. And if they can appreciate that, then they could learn by themselves without the bubble. So definitely that's my two cents today. You know, teen girl mom awareness. I hope I brought you some kind of value and hope that you and your little girl could have more bonding moments based on what I shared. And uh, if you have any questions that you want to come on the podcast with me or you want to talk to me or ask me a question, you go to my Instagram handle. It is Ruth and Science. I'll spell that out. That is R-U-T-H. And it's a Nancy, S-A-E-N-Z. So R-U-T-H-N-S-A-E-N-Z on Instagram. And uh, based on my Instagram, you'll find my Facebook. You'll find my services that I do. Um, I'm definitely a busy person, but this is amazing and I love sharing. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.